Welcome to All In, a podcast from the Kark 10 Market, keeping you updated on all things indirect. Hey, welcome to the first episode of All In. My name is Brian Fitton. I'm an indirect account manager in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm so excited to bring you guys some awesome content today. So who is this podcast for? It's actually for you, for indirect account managers, for Verizon employees, for those who want to know what's going on in indirect and specifically in the CARC 10 market. You can expect these podcasts once a month. We may bring on different guests from outside the market, some experts in specific topics. And so just to give you enough content to help you out in the field. We are so honored to have Michelle Lance on the episode today. She's going to dive into some awesome things that are going to be coming up in 2020, as well as a quick look back at 2019. And also a counterpart of mine, Lynn Graham, will actually be on after that to dive into Tableau and kind of some of the things, tips and tricks that she's been able to uh, accomplish in Tableau and make life a little bit easier when we're out in the field. And so excited to share that information with you guys. So uh, actually, let's go ahead and jump into the interview with Michelle right now. How are you doing, Michelle? I am doing fabulous. How are you doing, Brian? Doing well, doing well. I'm excited to chat with you today. We've been talking about doing this for a long time, so very excited to kind of jump into uh, really some topics we have uh, that really just want to hear your insight on these, but um, excited for our team and everyone listening to this to kind of get some behind the scenes on uh, Michelle on your thought process. Are you excited about that? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's good to have different platforms that are available for our team. So excited. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm a big fan of podcasting. And so um, for anyone who's listening out there, I mean, we'll have this available for you guys in, in different channels, but uh, we're very excited to uh, to kind of kick off the first episode here. So um, I do want to, you know, for me, I, I joined your team um, in the 2.0 world, right? And so uh, there's a lot of, I think, people out there that know who you are and know a little bit about your backstory, but any could you kind of do an overview of where you started and ended up right now? Yeah, sure. That's, I think that's a good way to start where I could just kind of share, you know, my journey and, and how I started with the company. And, you know, I always say I started from the ground up. You know, I, I've been with the company 25 years and this past October, and my very first job was inventory. So back then, you know, we had inventory specialists, and that was my first job uh, coming into the company. And I remember having a pretty good job at the time, but someone said, hey, you know, at the time it was Bell Atlantic, of course, before Verizon, they were like, you know, there's this great company out there where you can make a lot of money. Ding, ding. I was like, okay, money. I love it. So came in as an inventory specialist and, and actually got an award from, from counting ESNs and serial numbers and, <laughs> and being able to memorize them, believe it or not. Wow. But that, that role, um, Brian, taught me a lot. It taught me about the foundation of what wireless was all about. So I, I loved that job. And then then migrated over to customer service and then did sales. And from there, um, we had supervisor roles. Um, and so I did a supervisor role. Now, keep in mind, this is all in Greenville, South Carolina. I moved from Kansas to Greenville uh, for a new journey in my life. And that's where I, my um, career started is, was in Greenville, South Carolina. So then I did a supervisor role and then did a store manager role. And then, you know, worked my way up to leadership and uh, was a store manager and opened a new uh, store. So, you know, majority of my career um, was in retail. 
to be honest. So that was where I started my, my career. And then from there, I got an opportunity to be a district manager in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, so I took that on that opportunity and went out and was a DM. And we had just merge Altel. And so it was uh, a new time, another chapter, right? It was right, right when the Verizon yeah. started. So I had an opportunity to go out there and be a district manager. Out there. I love that job, love the people. Um, it was a great experience for me. Um, and then I had got this, this position. So at first I thought I was going to, I wanted to go into marketing, right? That's where I wanted to be. But then I love the people side so much. I just was really looking out there like, what could I do different that I can impact the business and still develop others? And this seemed like a perfect fit. That was national retail. So I did that. And by the way, I've had four teams since that job um, (laughs) in the last seven years. So um, that's a little bit about my professional life. And, you know, I I, I say this and what I love about what I do is the people. I, 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 I just love it. Like it's what gets me up in the morning. It's what... Um, keeps me up at night to tell you the truth to make sure the team is has everything they need and and, and that I'm fighting the right fights for them. So that's what yeah. keeps me going um, and doing what I'm doing um, from the professional side. No, oh, that's great. Yeah, and, and I'll say, I mean, just even joining joining the uh, the Carolina Tennessee market, we uh, you know you know everybody was kind of nervous about the new leadership and who you know who we're going to be working for. And I'll just say, I mean, the team embraced us, our team, and the kind of the newbies in, in the group. And and really, I mean, we had those meetings up front, and they were really great to kind of just unify unify us. And uh, I appreciated that because I saw your vision ahead of time. And um, it's definitely been one of those things. I'm sure that kind of through your career, it, you know, you, you develop that, that, uh, th- those visions over time. And, and I can really tell that you put a lot of thought into that. So I, I appreciate that too, myself. So um, no, I will I say, you guys. I will say that uh, I think back 2000, 2008, 2009, I'm trying to remember when exactly we had the Alltel conversion, but I was actually in West Virginia. So we, we chatted a lot with the, uh, the Tennessee crew there. I had a store up there. And so that was probably around that same time. We were, we were even close, closer to each other back then. That's interesting. I never knew that about you. We could have crossed paths, Brian. Didn't even yeah. know it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So let's jump into like 2019, you know, the year of 2.0 and so many changes happening and what was happening in, in all the channels and everything. Um, we've had some, I, I feel, especially on our team, we've had some big wins and, you know, like we said, kind of coming together and stuff. Um, share a little bit about your insight of like 2019 as a whole uh, for our team. Yeah, when I when I think about us first come together, the first thing that comes to mind is team, honestly. Like, you know, we've got to rebuild this team. And I think to me, wins aren't just always metrics, right? It, wins can be people. Wins can be so many other things. So I think one of the biggest wins we had, Brian, was the team mm-hmm. and how we just came together um, regardless of our backgrounds, where we were from, what channel we were from. And don't, don't get me wrong, there was transition, right? There was mm-hmm. some some angst out there. We're not all perfect out in the world. But um, when I think about the transition of how we came together and how we just gelled, that's probably what I'm most proud of. Um, when I reflect back on 2019 of just how we were able to come together, that's that's a win number one for me. Yeah. Win number two was when I started doing our uh, lean in with Lance calls. I was very nervous. I, I really was. It's like, cause this is a new team and I really wanted to be transparent. And I really wanted the teams to share. And these 
calls are only as successful as the data or information that I get right from you all. And um, I will say I was just uh, pleasantly surprised on the first call of how open and transparent everybody was and and real. Mm -hmm. And that to me was a win because it tells me that, hey, we, we know there's a lot out there. We know there are some obstacles out there and we're willing to share them with you, Michelle. And I took those to heart and wrote every single one of them down and tracked every single one of them. So to me, that's another win, right? When I think about um, teams and coming together and being transparent. So that's a win. The third win um, for me was the DM team, right? So um, I'm only as good as the message that I can um, send out to the team. And and if I don't have a team of strong DMs that can... um, you know, articulate the message as clearly as I am and be transparent, then we're not really going to get the message across. So I'd say another win was the DM team and how they came together as well. Now, if I think about the customer journey, and and this is, this is one that um, really keeps me up at night. And I think, you know, Ronan, which makes me proud of that, he says, hey, you know, it only works when we, we, when it all works, when we take care of our customers. And I think it's more than just system enhancements, which those are wins as well, right? We had a lot of wins when that comes to play, but also we had wins of um, our teams kind of getting out there with the agents and kind of getting them to see our vision and seeing why this is important for our customers and and the importance and the value of our customers, not just um, at that moment in time, but from two years from now, what are they going to remember from that experience that they had. And I think um, we did a really good job with that. So I consider that another win um, when I think about RIS and the customer's journey. And we still have a long way to go, but I think we've made uh, leaps and bounds um, around our customer and the journey. And and not just uh, our external customers, but our agent partner customers, our yeah. cu- you know our internal within ourselves. I think that's all important. So I think we had a lot of wins. And then I think about just metric wise, right? We did more phone gross ads in the month of December than anybody, any other territory in the country. We did more um, same store gross ads than any other territory in the country. Those are big wins. We have a huge base and we made things happen um, from a, a volume perspective that makes me very proud of what we did in the month of December. So lots of great wins in 2019. Um, I felt like we were the team that people were looking at from a culture perspective, um, from a growth perspective, and and not everything's about metrics, but it's about um, the culture of which you build and the teams of which you kind of stand for as you move forward. So that's a great platform and baseline as we move into 2020. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's I I completely agree with that. And that's I mean, being able to obviously, like I said at the beginning, be unified as a team, but have the same vision and goals and everybody just, you know, we jumped in uh, all in, you know, that was kind of our theme going into it. And, and it really did, it translated across so many different uh, platforms and metrics and things that we were working on and and building, building out this new, this new channel. And so I, I I completely agree. So you kind of hit on just real quick and we'll kind of finish up with this, but uh, 2020, you know, I know there are a lot of things that are in the works, uh, what what do you kind of see just your own your own opinion of where we're going um, in 2020? Yeah, I think 
if we really stopped and reflect on what we're doing and how much change we're being a part of, it's pretty exciting, right? It's hard work. It's heavy lifting. It's like moving this huge ship of 140,000 employees and all of us being a part of that. So I think that's where I get most excited. And then when I think about 2020, you know, Hans's message of our house and how we built our house and how we transitioned our, our 5G message. Now in 2020, it's about culture, a holistic cultural approach and leadership approach that I think we're all going to be super excited about. I know I'm excited about it and there will be more to come. We'll have um, all in calls with the team that we'll that I'll share uh, more insights with. But I think it really is centered around culture and leadership and the way we're looking at the business moving forward, which is exciting. And it's all centered around the customer, their journey and the employees, which yeah. is super exciting. So I think we've done a lot of legwork going into 2019, but in 2020, we'll see a lot around leadership and um, some changes in how we look at things that are in positive, in my opinion. So more to come around that. I think it ties in perfectly with where we're going I think everyone will be excited, but it will be different. And so, as we always said, we've got to be ready um, for change. And, you know, change comes in different facets and different forms, and it comes at different times for people. Remember the whole conversation or the video I showed about above the line and below the line, and we all, our goal is to help each other stay above the line, but it's okay if you're below the line. It's just how do we get you above the line? Mm -hmm. And these are all great things that are coming, but it's different. And sometimes different is uh, interpretation and how we look at things. But I'm excited and I think the team will be excited um, because I think it's the things that we're already doing. There were some elements about uh, the training that we went through. I was like, that's what our account managers do today. That's really what we're doing. So for us, I don't think it's going to be shockingly different. I think it's going to be refreshingly different for us. Yeah. No, that's great to hear. That's that really is. And that's I mean, like I said before, that's our that's our goal even coming out of twenty nineteen and and we're moving forward. And and I think that that is uh that's a big key uh to twenty twenty. So th- hey, thank you so much for sharing your insights and even just your backstory. I really I really enjoy that. I know a lot of people are gonna uh be excited to hear that too and and just kind of history. And so um anything kind of final words that you want to uh want to share real quick before we sign off? Yeah. Um, you know, what my, my message to everybody is we're in this together. Um, and I, I understand, you know, not everything is perfect. I get it that there's obstacles. Heck, there's days that I wake up going, what did I do yesterday? How do I get past, you know, the next day we're human. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so know that I understand that. And I respect that from everybody that we're all human. Um, we're going to have pitfalls. We're going to have great days and not so great days. And the goal is as a team that we help each other out um, and know that I'm here for everyone uh, on this team. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, that's what motivates me is this team and, and inspires me every single day. So I'm looking forward to 2020. Um, I am I am in, invigorated. I'm excited. I'm in, I feel empowered. I feel like we're making a difference in in this company and, and this change is uh, much needed and, and uh, looking forward to it. So yeah. for those out there listening, I hope you are listening. Know that we're in this together. Uh, I think it's going to be a great journey uh, in 2020. And I'm looking forward to seeing all of you out in the field and hearing your perspectives and insights. But thanks again, Brian, for uh, inviting me. I was a little nervous about the pod. I'm not going to lie, the <laughs> podcast, but uh, 
hopefully I didn't do I didn't do too bad. And uh, we'll great. we'll continue these and have different platforms. Um, so I think it'll be good uh, another venue for our teams to kind of get the message. Yeah, absolutely. No, this was great. I'm glad we're uh, we're getting kicked off. And and also, you as a listener, if you guys have any questions uh, that you want to ask, or you know things that are that are coming up that you'd love more insight on, please make sure to reach out to us and let us know. We'd love to cover that. So, uh, but thank you again, Michelle, and uh, we'll see you uh, next month. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. Hey, everyone. I am very excited today to have uh, Lynn Graham, our account manager spotlight uh, for this month. So how's it going, Lynn? It's going great. Good morning. Awesome. Good morning. Hey, I'm super excited to have you on because obviously we've known each other for a few years. Um, you really ha- actually helped kind of mentor me and get me into the channel and, and train me up. And so I'm excited to kind of ha- have everybody, uh, you know, have some of your wisdom today. And so I'm very excited to kind of jump into, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Tableau, but uh, before we do that, can you kind of give us just a real quick brief uh, history of your career? Sure. Um, Man, it goes back a long ways. Uh, started about 32 years ago with a company called Cellular One uh, that actually eventually became AT&T. Um, at some point, I, I left there and went to Cricket and did a little jaunt there with those guys, uh, both times uh, an indirect account manager. Uh, and then I came over to Verizon, the the real deal, about 11 years ago. So right. been here, been very happy with the company, best decision I ever made. Um, but, you know, been around for a long time, been doing uh, account manager stuff with locals, nationals, and now, you know, hybrid. Uh, so excited to be hybrid again, actually. I'm, I'm real happy to be back in the local part. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so what's, what territory do you cover right now? Uh, sure. I cover from the Fort Smith, Arkansas, which is on the border of o- Arkansas and Oklahoma. Um, all the way down to Mena, Arkansas, and then over to central Arkansas at Russellville uh, right now. So um, okay. pretty good what chunk a, of the state. Yeah, absolutely. What's uh, what's your mix right now between nationals and locals? Uh, it's 40% local, 60% national still. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. So pretty heavy, still heavy on that national side. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Still have those uh, small town uh, Walmarts. Got to visit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Love those. Awesome. All right. Well, we want to jump into kind of some of that reporting. So, you know, even back in the day, uh, I say back in the day, really, it was just uh, recently, Flash was kind of our go-to for reporting and all our KPIs. And so um, you had actually developed a lot of a lot of different spreadsheets and stuff to kind of help us as a team get everything together all in one view and be able to, you know, obviously not have to spend a ton of time in the office. And so with Tableau coming out, you really jumped on board with figuring that out, making sure to know what reports and, you know, you were kind of the one kind of spearheading, reaching out to our operation support and um, making sure that, you know, we were getting what we needed, which I appreciate because even on top of that, there was just so much information that we had gotten. And so obviously learning a whole new system and what that looks like. But um, I really wanted to chat with you because you have a lot of, of good little tips and tricks I know that you've been able to do. And so kind of walk us through what your process looks like to actually go through and set up you know, maybe a report or what you're looking for, but then also how it, how it helps you in the field. Sure. Um, I'm using uh, pretty much three different reports that I use uh, every week. Um, on Mondays, I, I go in and I pull a Tableau report. And, and like you said, you know, we had to figure it out. It was do or die at the end of the year. Um, and so we just, 
myself and Chad uh, Parnell actually got in and kind of dug in to figure out how, how it worked. Um, once we did that, and I mean, we reached out to the ops team and they, they did the step by step. And I don't think that this is the place for that part of it, but we actually built our own reports uh, around the indirect KPI uh, report. And so we, we filtered it down to the categories that we felt like our agents and our national retailers uh, most wanted to see uh, and what we could speak to them uh, on a weekly basis with. Uh, and a lot of it's, you know, the generic stuff. It's post-pay run ads. Uh, it's uh, SMB. You've got your uh, breakdown on our reports that we use uh, with tablets, jetpacks, wearables, uh, prepaid upgrades, uh, TMP, and RZA basically are the things that that we pulled into to the our special tableau view and what's really neat is when you get the the pieces that you want to be able to have every week updated uh, you can do that and you can do it by local agent so for instance i have a, a local agent called cellular only that has about 15 locations uh, and some of these locations actually are outside of my area uh, but I go ahead and pull the report for him uh, all together so that he can see that every Monday. Um, but once you have the report saved, you can uh, save that particular view. Uh, and you can have that view to where other account managers can see it. So if you're on vacation, they can come in and pull your report for you. Um, or maybe they want to use it as well. Um, but what me and Chad did is we saved the views uh, in our territory here in Arkansas so that uh, we would have one for Best Buy, one for Walmart, for our T-Rock locations, uh, one for our sailor sales, Russell's, and those sorts of things. Once we pulled that together, we kind of got with the, uh, the uh, local DMs uh, and had them tell us you know, what they liked, what they didn't like. And so then we went in and kind of, you know, fine-tuned it to say. Um, but once the view is in there and saved, it is easy to go in and just click on the view and it up updates uh, perfectly for you every Monday. Or if you want to do it a couple of times a day, you can do that. Um, and then you can download it to an Excel spreadsheet and send it out. Uh, so we're using that primarily uh, on Mondays and Fridays, sometimes for some particular agents. Um, we use it in the field because uh, you can pull it up on your tablet as, as needed as well. Um, but we've also, and I only use this particularly with one agent, but we're uh, pulling some numbers from ThoughtSpot, mm -hmm. uh, which has been a little bit more difficult, quite honestly, than Tableau. Uh, but we had... Uh, the ops team build us a report that we could pull and show a uh, weekend uh, business. So it shows for like on a Friday, this particular cellular sales did, you know, five new lines, five upgrades. And what I can do then is I can tell them how they're doing over the weekend uh, on Monday. And it really kind of gives us a view of, of, you know, what they're doing, um, down to the, you know, down to the day. Yeah. And it, it's helped us, um, and me and you actually, uh, when we have our calls with our, uh, cellular sales leadership, uh, we like to insinuate a little bit of competition there, uh, yeah, especially oh, yeah. over the weekend times, <laughs> like who is here Saturday and that sort of thing. Um, and that thought spot report really has helped us a lot with that. Yeah. Um, 
Absolutely. I will say that uh, one of one of my favorite things to actually do is uh, the year to date numbers. And that was something that we rarely pulled when we had peak or flash or whatever. Um, it was always like on the calendar to go in there and update for the month or, you know, see where you're tracking throughout the year. And now that's sent to me. I have it set up to send to me at the end of every month so I can see year over year where I'm at. And it, it pulls down, I mean, every single KPI that we're looking at. And so um, Tableau has been great for that because you you set it once and you can just kind of forget it. And just, it automatically updates. And, you know, I have even throughout mine, I have my kind of weekly where I set myself, you know, where I'm ranking with, with my peers. Uh, and so I'm able to kind of keep that in mind too, of like, Hey, I feel like I'm doing well and I'm looking, you know, across the, the board of where everybody else is. And so, and I can obviously pick out different people if I see that they're doing well in, cer- in certain categories, especially month over month. And so it is one of those things I think has helped, you know, really get us out of the weeds when it comes to, you know, having to do reports and pulling them all the time and then making sure to have that extra office time and then waiting on the data to come in. Like it's just sent to your email um, pretty quickly. And also, like you said, on the tablet, you can pull that up while you're in the field if you want kind of real, um, you know, up to date numbers in that moment, which is super nice. For sure. For sure. And I didn't, you know, I, f- I forget about that, about having it sent to yourself. You can do that as well. And uh, that's phenomenal. Um, it's just, I was, I was hesitant and I'll tell everybody this about it. I was hesitant <laughs> when we lost the ability to do some stuff uh, in, in flash and peak and things like that. Um, and I was kind of, I, I kind of got on board this with a scare tactic of, Oh, it's ending. I've got to do this. Uh, but then once I got into it, I'm like, I- I'm loving it because mm-hmm. it does give you just such customized uh, numbers to look at, whether it's, you know, the agent or whether it's your other account managers you're competing with uh, and that sort of thing. But uh, really yeah. have enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, Lynn, thank you so much for uh, the time today. And uh, if somebody wanted to reach out to you and, and get any help or, uh, you know, ask you additional follow-up questions, um, what's an email address they can get in touch with you at? Sure. It's uh, lynn.gram at verizonwireless.com. And Lynn uh, has an E on the end of it. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, thanks so much. And uh, we will see you in the field. Okay. Thanks. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Make sure to add this podcast into your favorite podcast player. Uh, If you need instructions on that, don't hesitate to reach out to me at brian.fitton at vzw.com. I'd love to connect with you guys and answer any questions you might have. Make sure you go check out our Instagram account at cart10. And as always, we'll see you next month.